Welcome to Awaken Your Soul, the show which brings you inspiring, empowering, and sometimes, quite frankly, mind-blowing conversations about life, death, and everything in between. This is a place which will open up your mind and take your soul for a spin. My name is Agnes and I'm your host. Let's begin this dance. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the podcast and today I will be talking to a very lovely and inspiring guest. Her name is Leah Zakaria and I met Leah a couple of months ago when I saw an announcement about a new yoga studio opening up in my neighborhood and I got very excited and I reached out and Leah was so gracious to meet with me and to give me a ground tour of the studio and I was so taken by the space because it is absolutely beautiful and it was so nice to talk to Leah and she was so passionate about about sharing her vision for the studio and the vision for creating the community around yoga and meditation and wellness and the more I learned about her story the more I felt that there's something very special about this lady so I jumped on the opportunity to ask her if she would like to be on my podcast and share a little bit more about her life and her journey and how she started with yoga and how she decided to follow that nudge inside her which led her to a very bold change in her life and in her career and how she decided to follow that voice inside her and manifested this whole new life and now Leah is a very successful owner of two studios in Seattle and opening the third one here in Venice, California. She's also holding teacher trainings and leadership programs and retreats. She also wrote a book and she has this beautiful and radiant and very positive energy about her. So I'm very much looking forward for you to listen to this conversation and hopefully you'll get inspired and maybe you will follow that fire inside you to to listen to that voice which might lead you in a whole new direction so let's get to the conversation all right so we are here with Leah Zakaria and I'm so excited Leah to welcome you to the Awaken Your Soul podcast and to have this conversation with you how are you doing today I'm so good I'm so happy to be here with you and share this time with you and have a a, a nice connection virtually right <laughs> how we've been doing it for a little bit and and the listeners cannot see you but we are seeing each other on the zoom video and that was the first thing I said to you you look so beautiful you're just glowing I, I love energy about you even in the midst of what we're going through you're just like radiating this 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 beautiful energy how do you do that oh well, thank you you know I really think 
there is a, a mindfulness to my energy that I really do want to exude a positive light. And I think it's around, you know, being present and finding the silver linings about what's going on. And it's not to say that, you know, every moment, I, I mean, trust me, I've been riding the waves of emotions and go, going through the fears and uncertainties, but really just making the choice to hold myself high and understand that my energy matters, right? So I want for you to when you see me to have that response of like, wow, she's glowing, she's beautiful, because we all have that potential to have that energy if we if we are mindful and connected to it and that we, you know, intentionally, consciously put that out there. Mm, that is so true. And I think it's such a great point to be mindful about the energy, right, which we exude, because sometimes, you know, we say different things and we wonder why certain people react to us in certain way. And I think we undervalue how important is the energy we are sending. And that's what I felt when we connected in real life, right? Like in the end of March, I think it's like when I met you right away, you were just like, oh my goodness. I was like, this lady is incredible. <laughs> I could definitely feel that. So beautiful. And it's, it's interesting too, because I get that from a lot of people. And I think by even hearing that, it makes me even more conscious to bring that. Mm. You know, when people see that in you, then it's like, I want, that's what I want to be seen. Mm. And so it's always just a reminder, it's like, you know, who, do, how do you want to be viewed and seen in the world? And if, if people are actually doing, seeing that, it's like, oh, I am that. I am radiating light. I am a positive person. You know, I, I want to do that. That's what I want to represent. So I'm going to connect to that more. Yeah, I love that. There is that saying that people will forget what you did or what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's what I want. I want when people are in my presence, I want people to leave more inspired. I want them to feel energetically tuned up, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, not taken from, not stolen from, but elevated. And I mean, that's my whole vision for everything that I do. So that it's like, and it's also that that to me is being authentic, right? So it's like, it's not like I'm just going to step in a yoga room and then, you know, teach all this, you know, love and light and then go out in the world and, you know, flip somebody off or, you know, react negatively or, you know, steal somebody's energy, right? I want to be one entity everywhere I go, as we all, I hope to be, you know, to aspire to so that we, we are who we are everywhere. Oh, that is so, so true. And I want to get to what actually brought you here to Venice, right? Because I know that you're in Seattle before. And I want to just talk a little bit about what you're doing here and about your studio and all of that. So you can share that. That would be amazing. Yeah. So it's really a beautiful, interesting story. You know, ever since I was a little girl, I dreamed of being, you know, near the ocean. That was always like my dream. And even as a young girl, I would say, you know, 10, 12 years old, I told myself I wanted to go to Pepperdine 
university. And I don't, I'd never even been to Malibu. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I was just so drawn to like wanting to be near the ocean. So, you know, but then I, through my whole life, I was just with, you know, in partnerships and whatnot that kept me in Seattle. So I never really made it here. And when I went through a really, really traumatic breakup with a long time partner, there was an email in my inbox that I had saved that was in Venice for a yoga psychology training. And I had always had, you know, in my adult life, you know, attaching onto that young girl dream of coming to California. Well, in my adult life, when I started yoga, one of my yoga teachers was like, Leah, we got to go to Venice. Like Venice is the Mecca of yoga. Like this is the place. This is ex exhale is the best yoga studio. It's where all our teachers, it's all the famous yoga teachers. And so it was on my bucket list to go to exhale and exhale closed. But in my inbox was this training. And I was like, well, it's still Venice. It's still got to be a really awesome yoga place. I'll go for a yoga training. I always wanted to be there. So I went and I came down here and I took the training and I knew, I knew the moment I came, came here that I was going to fall in love. And I was in a place in my life that I actually could do something with it. So right away I came down and I was like, yep, I need to live here. And I wasn't really intentionally planning on opening another yoga studio, but very quickly I put it out to the social media world and I was like, should I open a studio? And I was the whole world was like, yes. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I guess I need to look and see about opening a yoga studio in Venice. But regardless, I was going to move here and just still run my studios in Seattle. But I, I knew I wanted to be here. I just didn't know in what capacity. But it, it, I mean, it was so seamless. It was like right away that, that it was like I went on the hunt to, to open a yoga studio. So. I love that. Do you always like follow that inner voice? Because I feel like, you know, especially now when people have so much time, right, to like reflect and like reevaluate their lives and we all have our dreams and, you know, things we want to do with our life. But sometimes, you know, we are like scared to like follow that and take steps and very quickly in our mind we say, oh, this is silly. Oh, this is not going to work out. Right. So how do you feel like you are able to, because I, I know that you went from being a, a CPA, right, to opening your, your yoga studio. So that's like a huge change in your life. So how, how do you go about like feeling that inner desire for something? And it could be like that little voice at first. And how do you go about it to actually, you know, manifest it to reality and not be like held back by fear? Yeah. That's the quandary of life, isn't it? <laughs> um, so for me, I have, it's a skill that I've actually intentionally honed because our intuition is a powerful, powerful thing. But this is what I've learned. How you tap into your inner wisdom and truly listen to your intuition and that inner whisper is you got to get rid of the distractions. And so for me, once I started to do my inner work, meaning really looking at my old programming, started therapy, transforming my life really, to look at the stuff, the traumas, the things that I had been through in my life that were distracting me from seeing 
what the truth was, right? Mm -hmm. If it is, it's profound, right? So once I, you know, really honed in and, and started to heal and, and accept my abandonment issues that I, you know, had all my whole life and, you know, steered so much of my behavior that I could not see or listen to the inner wisdom of my soul because I was so, I was in trauma all the time, right? I was, I was in fear all the time and I was always grasping through for these, from these things that were always unhealed wounds in my life. But once I did the work and I really let those things neutralize and transform, that's when the voice started to not be a whisper anymore. It was loud. It was loud. And I'm not kidding. So that was the, the first time it started to get really loud was when I was transforming my life. I was going through a divorce. I was in therapy. My body was changing. I was going through a body transformation. And then all of a sudden, I was, you know, I was working on all these things in my life that were revealing my truth that all of a sudden it was just like so loud, like someone was screaming in a megaphone, like, do this, like, Leah go open this yoga studio. I, my first yoga studio, I was a CPA. I had been a CPA for 15 years. I had been practicing yoga for two, but it was waking me up, right? It was like totally waking me up. And one day, you know, my friend in the office next to me was like, Leo, we should go up to, you know, Queen Anne and look at this space that used to be a Jamba Juice. We should open yoga studio. I'm like, yeah, okay. Let's just go have coffee afterwards. Like I didn't, I didn't at all, but literally we went up there and I walked in and it was just like, like, this is it. Like, this is your path. This is, this is your way to transform your life into purpose, Leah. And I freaking didn't know anything of anything. Right. And I had no plan, but I'm like, this is the way. And I listened and I did it. And it was such a huge leap of faith. But ever since then, and the more work that I did, I'm not kidding you. Now it's to a point where I'm wake, woken up in the morning by the voice that usually tells me the next steps to do. It happens to me. And then sometimes I don't know why, but just how we live our lives, you don't know why maybe right then, but you, you understand when you look back, right? Our lives are lived in forward, mm -hmm. but we are understood in reverse, right? So that's why so many of us don't, don't listen to the voice because we don't know the answer and the uncertainty leads to fears. And so that we push them off. But if you just allow yourself to say, I'm going to listen because I'm not distracted by my own stuff. That is old patterning and old programming that it's not even mine. Mm -hmm. Then if you just listen to that, then you'll understand you'll get it. everything that I've done. And I've done some really big things that were like, why am I doing this? Like why am, I have no idea, like a year and a half ago, before it was kind of when I was starting to move to Venice, I got the loud voice in the morning of like, Leah, get rid of everything you own and move into a furnished apartment. I had no plan to do that, like zero. And I, but I woke me up in the morning and I'm like, I don't know why, but I have to do this. So within two weeks, I gave away all of my stuff, except for some clothes and some shoes. And I've, I've moved into a furnished apartment. And of course, through the next year, two years, it's been like wildly, like, of course I needed to do that for many, many reasons, not just 
moving to Venice and, you know, having two studios and going back and forth, there was a whole lot of reasoning and big reasoning, you know, beyond just professional that was personal and protection. It was a lot of things. So those are the things that I've just really grabbed onto. I was like, okay, here it is. I don't know why, but here, you know, but we have to, we can't be distracted. Mm. We can't be distracted by the noise, mm. the noise around us that doesn't let us hear because fear is winning. You know, the uncertainty is winning. The old patterns winning when, when we're doing that. So we got to shed that. We got to do our self work. We got to go inside and really look at the stuff that's hard so that we can take away the distraction and transform it and heal it so then we can tap into this wisdom that's so so powerful so powerful so true and you know courage is one part of that but i think for so many of us we sometimes feel like we really don't know what's the direction we don't know what we want to do but it's it's what you said it's like you know it will come within right our intuition our inner wisdom knows what's right for us even if it doesn't make sense but we have to be able to learn how to hear it and then acknowledge and listen, right? And what you do now with yoga and meditation, those are such incredible modalities which can help people with that, right? That's why I feel like, you know, yoga has been so powerful for so many people because it teaches us, right, to connect with ourselves, to be present and to pay attention. So that is amazing. So tell, tell us a little bit more about like what yoga is for you, because obviously you have to be super passionate about meditation and yoga to devote so much of your life to creating those beautiful studios, right? Because I can only imagine how, you know, challenging it must be to starting your own business and switching from one career to other. So what do you feel like the magic is in, in what you're creating and what you're doing and with yoga and, and all those practices? Yeah, that's a loaded question because, you know, yoga is so, so much, right? It is, it's medicine for one thing, but for me, and, and yoga is so big that it can be, it can be translated and, you know, there's so many different modalities and ways of offerings and stuff. And so, that's a really beautiful thing in itself that we that we have this opportunity to present yoga and take what we want from it and present it to the world you know and so some some yoga teachers are really alignment based and are really about you know the pose and you know or a certain lineage of yoga or the history of yoga or whatever it might be for me what yoga has come to be for me is the access way to feel so for me that is what i'm hoping to invoke in my students and then and also in my leadership is to to feel something Mm -hmm. and however that whatever way we can do that then that's the right way and so with what i mean by that is like i really want my teachers and myself to be come from an authentic place a place of our own voice, of our own creativity, our own ways of presenting. Because what I've known over the years, there's a lot of things other people have said or taught, but nobody's going to say it like you. So somebody, it might have said a, a different way a thousand times, but 
you might say it for the first time and it might land with somebody. So I really want people to come from their authenticity and their own voice to present what yoga is to the world. So for me, when I say, well, it's an access way to feel with that, what do I mean by that is like using breath and movement to access our inner world, right? So that's how we can go inside. And when I was talking about the distractions, well, yoga is a mirror. And if you move energy, if you move and breathe, it's a conjuring. It's an invocation of our energy and the stuff is going to rise to the top. And I see it all the time. The mirror is going to be held up for you. And that's not an easy place. And you yourself can run or you can face it. And you, you can stay in the practice. You can get extra help if you need to. But when we move, we move energy. And when we move a lot, we draw into our breath. Mm -hmm. And our breath is the most powerful truth serum <laughs> that you'll ever have. And it's really the way that's going to help us feel, keep us present, and ultimately just heal us from the inside out. It's, it's literally our life force. So, I mean, first and foremost, this is just a breath practice, you know, breathing and moving to shift energy to we, so that we can feel the stuff that we need to, to feel to transform into our most authentic self. So that's why I present it that way, like come from a place of authenticity, because that's going to, that's going to encourage students to want to be authentic as well. Like let your, and it's vulnerable. It's like raw vulnerable. Like let yourself be seen, show up in your shit, like whatever that is. And like, and it's okay. And we can mess up we don't have to be perfect, but just be who you are and that is where we're going to connect to one another because that's the humanness. I really am not into like doing the pose perfectly right. Right. That, Cause I just, that's, that's just, and I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that if that's how you teach that way. But for me, I'm going beyond that perfection of a shape to get deeper in to yourself so that you can show up authentically and be who you are. Mm, that is so beautiful you know I'm so glad Leah that you said that because you know with my background I spent like over 20 years being a, a professional ballroom competitor and you know it was like majority of those years it was about how to make all those movements perfect how the technique can be so good so I can get to those you know first places and it was not until the end of my career when it shifted it wasn't about the perfection it's about like truly connecting with who I am and expressing and being moved by the music and to feel you know to feel the movement and to connect with my partner and the audience but it took me 20 years to get to that point so it's definitely a journey and I'm so glad that you do have such an approach for yoga because I wish that you know more people will do yoga but I feel like what's so intimidating for people is that they think it's all about that perfect pose and if they cannot 
you know, bent backwards in a pretzel, then, oh, I can I cannot do yoga, right? There's no, 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 no. That's such a little part. And if you want to become that, that's wonderful. But no, that's that's not what yoga is all about. So I'm, I'm so excited for the studio to open. I got the chance to see it. And oh, my goodness, you know, I can't wait. It's so beautiful. And and tell us a little bit more about that, that studio you're opening in, in Venice, right? And the vision for the studio, because when you share that with me, you had that sparkle in your eyes where I could feel like, okay, this is not just another yoga studio. There's so much more about your vision. And I'm so excited for people being able to become part of it. So if you can like share that vision of that specific studio. Yeah, I just even get gleefully lit up just thinking about this story. It's the greatest manifestation of my life, actually. So as I previously told you in my story is, you know, I wanted to come down to Venice and go to exhale, you know, the Mecca, the place, right? So when I started looking for yoga studios, I was like, does Venice actually need a yet another yoga studio, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I always heard there was so much yoga down here. And, and then when I, when I came down here, I quickly noticed that I was like, there's something that's a little disconnected here. There's, there's something not quite meshed up. And it felt like there was a duality of what I was seeing, but there wasn't a really comprehensive package. And I was, and I was like, it's like, exhale hasn't been replaced right exhale that that mecca of community of dynamic movement sacred movement you know authenticity hadn't been replaced instead there was a lot of good yoga studios out there but it i wasn't seeing exactly at least how i would approach it and what i wanted to to bring to the world and what i was hopefully going to find in exhale so when i started my quest to look for yoga studios I just kept saying, I want to be the next exhale. I want to be the next exhale because that was the place, the go-to place that everybody fell in love with yoga. So when I said that, I just meant like energetically, like I wanted to bring back that space. So over a year and a half, I went to ev like all kinds of yoga studios all through Venice and Santa Monica. I didn't, I didn't go too deep. I went to some and a few and in other places of LA, but you know, I knew I wanted to be in, Santa Monica, Venice area, but I knew Venice, but I was going to be open to Santa Monica. Anyway, so I, che I checked all that out and I was just like, okay, this is it. I've, I've seen all these studios. I need to make myself known in the LA market. So I'm going to start teaching. So I, start, I taught a workshop and of course, nobody knows me. So not very many people were signed up. And so I didn't even know if I was going to do it. So I thought maybe I would cancel it. But then the owners were like, nope, we're going to make it happen. I was like, great. And if two people show up, that's two people that I'm going to meet and who knows who's going to be there. So they ended up having like 10 people get there. And one of the women came up to me afterwards and she's like, hi, I'm Angela and I, I'm the manager at industry. I'm like, well, what's that? And she said, well, it's a yoga spinning Pilates place that used to be exhale. And I just went, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I was like, really? So she totally schooled me on what happened with exhale. She she was really well-versed in the yoga industry. And then she said, well, you should just come by, you know, industry and take a yoga class because we have yoga there. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, because I want to be the next exhale. Like, what was this space all about? So the very next week I went and see, these are the, these are the signposts, right? These are the intuitive little signposts and the signs from the universe. So like, 
I put that out there every day, almost every day. I said, I want to be the next exhale. And then that I came to the, the studio the very next week and took a yoga class and I walked in and I was like, whoa, this place is amazing. And it's my brand. Like it was like, I would build a studio that looked like this. And, and then I went and I took the yoga class and there wasn't very many people in class. It was heavily t- geared towards spinning and like spin TV. And I, and I was like, hmm, I wonder how this is going to work. And then the next week, no, maybe, yeah, the next week I was getting back on the plane to go back to Seattle and I got an email from industry and I almost brushed it by. I think it was just like a ad or a marketing thing, but I was like, no, read it. And it was like, industry is closing. And I just like literally almost fell over. Like I was just like, oh my gosh. I said I wanted to be the next exhale. I didn't literally think that it was going to be the space of exhale. So literally, I sent an email as I was getting on the plane back to Seattle. I get off the plane in Seattle. I open up that email, and it was the same woman that I met at my workshop. And she's like, I can introduce you to the landlord. And I was literally introduced to the landlord within hours of the, the announcement of this place closing. And I was in negotiations for eight months actually to get this place. And it was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of effort to get it, but it's going to be magical. It's what I've always dreamed about. And it's interesting because the year two, when 2020 started, I had a woman who was an energy healer came into my studio and she said, my guides came to me and they told me that you need to be prepared for 2020 that you are going to be an important person that needs to be ready for what's going to happen. And because it's a year of course correction and I didn't know what that meant. And of course I was thinking more personally of like, yeah, I want to, I'm course correcting some things in my life and what I'm, what I want to bring to the table for, for yoga. But whoa, like this is global. Mm-hmm. right? This is now global. So then the pandemic hits, right? And I'm like, this is way bigger, right? This is way bigger than, than yoga. This is way bigger than me. This is, this is a global course correction. And I seriously feel like I'm, I have been on standby on ready to facilitate this new world that we're going to be in because my goal and my vision for this place is to be a place of connection of our our priorities are going to be so different at the end of this and I think we are going to appreciate human connection more than ever and we're going to want to sit with people and be around people but it's so beautiful because this space is giant too so we won't be on top of each other so people will feel safe here and you know and be able to come into the studio and feel safe and but also be able to have a connection because there's, there's three rooms here. There's a really big log, lobby. I want people to be able to sit here and be here and commune and drink tea and have conversations and, and really connect. And that was a thing that I didn't, I couldn't find here. That's, that's what was missing. And so, and just all different modalities. So I have three rooms, one heated, one unheated, and one that's going to be for trainings and slower modalities, down healing, right? Nidra, all the things, like I want it all here to experience everything. So if you want to, you want to take a power vinyasa class, you can, and then you can take a shower or hit the beach and then come back and take a restorative class or get to have a sound bath. Like I want this 
to be a place where people feel it's a temple, you know, it's a sacred space. And, you know, the people that I'm down here with, we really felt like we were coming down here to, to guard this space, you know, to, to, to have it ready for when this is over, because it's going to be important and it's going to be magical. I, again, that's an intuitive thing that I, I know from the depths of my bones, but I couldn't tell you exactly why, but I just know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've continued. Like I'm continuing. I, I'm doing all of the measures, everything that it's taking to, to make certain that I can continue this vision because it's going to be important so important you know it's so true it's like you know i'm so happy that you've listened to to that voice inside and you are creating such incredible space for people because like you said you know when this is over people are gonna so need it and you know that sense of community that's what i was so excited when you were sharing that vision with me when we met and it was like it's so true you know i feel like people are so disconnected and having a place like that where they can have those beautiful modalities to to really take care of their mind their body and their soul and to connect with each other and be in a high vibration energy and high vibration activity you know this is just like it's it's amazing i can't wait for the studio to to open and i'm so honored to also be part of it and be each in your school and i think it's just going to do so much for people so i really want to honor you for for doing that and going through this difficult time because you know you are about you were ready to open right Mm -hmm. when this whole thing happened so yeah I was in the air when like I said and when I was I was it was a week before grand opening when they the orders came down that I had to postpone so yeah it was I've been ready and I've just been put on pause and you know again that's there was I had to go through my own disappointment and grief around that and acceptance around that but I just keep continuing every single day and, and I keep leading with vision and I, and intuitively it still just feels like the right thing to do. And I'm getting support. Like I've been, you know, asking for help and, you know, people are working with me to make sure that, that I can, you know, because the landscape of the economy is different now. Everything's different now. So, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's still one thing that I know for certain is that yoga still needs to be here and yoga yoga has been a saving grace for people through this anyway but I mean for for people to be able to come out of their house and actually be in the physical energy exchange I think people are going to understand that more than ever that yes online is great and there's a thank goodness we have that right but oh my gosh, there's nothing that can replace the human contact and um, the energy exchange when we're in front of people. Mm-hmm. So I think people are going to appreciate that even more um, on the other side of this. So. so, so true. And I will attach all the links so people can find the studio and can get ready to to come and take classes and just I want to finish with our last thing because you have a a unique name of that yoga studio so what is the name and what does it mean 
So Shefa Yoga Venice, Shefa means several things actually, but the main root of why I chose it is Shefa means abundance in Hebrew. It also means divine light and flow in a Spanish dialect and to recover and heal in Arabic. So it's like the perfect word. <laughs> I goosebumps. I mean, amazing. Leah, I mean, you did an incredible job picking that name or you received that name. Yeah. That's probably how it happened. But oh, that's so beautiful. So beautiful. And I do think it's even poignant for this time is abundance. Like we all will have enough. We are enough. Mm. It, you know, it's going to be okay. So uh, we're going to get through it. That's such a beautiful message. Thank you. Thank you for being such a beautiful soul with such a beautiful vision and creating this, this gift to people. And I can't wait for it to be open and to support you and to create community together. And it's been such a pleasure uh, to talk to you. And I really wish people could see us because you're just radiating. You had just this <laughs> beautiful glow about you and inspiring so thank you thank you <laughs> it's been such a joy to talk with you I mean I'm so glad that we met you know and again that was kind of happenstance too and very cosmic as well like when you reached out to me that again intuitively was like I gotta meet this woman your energy pulled to me as well so it's gonna be an honor to work with you and I'm so happy that that you're gonna be here Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Leah. And again, let's invite everybody to, to come into Shefa Venice when it's open. It's absolutely gorgeous space. It's, it's like, it's beautiful, but even more importantly, you, you feel the vibration. And it's like you said, it's, it's a sacred space. And I feel it can be very healing for people just being in the space. So so excited thank you so much lee again <laughs> thank you thanks for listening to awaken your soul i hope you enjoyed this episode and i would love for you to subscribe share it with your friends or review it can't wait to connect next time and in the meantime, you can check my website at lifewithagnes.com.